When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to Expose Dragged Out, where I, Joseph Shepard, chat with some of the queens that may or may not have been on a RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. This queen won our hearts in Drag Race Holland season one, and she unfortunately just left the stage of Drag Race UK versus the world. It's Janie Jacquet. How are you doing? Hi, I'm very good, Joseph. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Of course, I love these glasses on you. You look all like little studious, little uh-oh. You know, with a broken nail in the middle of a tour. We love it. We love that moment. <laughs> we love that moment. Thanks. Yeah, I, I pop in context, you know, during the shows, but I love having my glasses on. Uh, glasses are always the best. I yeah. mean, you don't have to deal with dry eyes or any of those issues. And it's exactly. Just, uh... Except except when the masks come in and then it's just horror all oh, around. It's you know? awful. Right. <laughs> it's a very at home thing. Yeah, and I think that the one thing that I love using my glasses for is that when I have extremely bad circles under my eyes, I'm like, oh. all right, it's time to hide them. You mean yep. those? So, I'm like, come on, <laughs> yep. let's do it. <laughs> yep, very much. It's a good trick. We love it. <laughs> Such a good trick. Um, so how has everything been after, you know, your elimination? How has reception been? How have you been doing? What What's it been like? I have to say everything has been marvelous, wonderful, amazing. Um, you know, it, 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 it was, it's been a great season all around with the, all the controversy and all the crazy eliminations and everything happening and all of these countries, all of these sisters together and uh, some amazing moments. So I look back with a lot of pride and happiness. And I think my exit really reflects that as well. I was just so, so happy and so um, satisfied and, 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 and just so grateful, really. So everything around it, people are really appreciating me in this season for who I am and what I do and as a queen and and that I'm very happy that that came to the to the to like the you know forward and was really the presence there and everybody's just been so so happy for me and so you know obviously they wanted me to be top three but you know <laughs> that's on the side so yeah everything's been really 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 great really great that that's so exciting it's also like really cool that you had like I I can only imagine that when you were on Drag Race Holland the level of people watching or giving responses was a lot probably smaller than what you were getting here. What was the the difference in reception? Like Drag Race Holland, was it more universal? Did you get more fans that way? Like, or was it like this? Like, what was the comparison between the two in fan reaction? So what we noticed when, when Drag Race Holland came out, it was the first like really heavy, heavy lockdown. So a lot of people were at home. So the the amount of people watching that season has been incredible. Um, it was re really like the US watched it, the UK watched it. A lot of Brazil, I have to say, also because of the queens that were in our season, obviously, Abby being Brazilian and, and, and Envy being Peruvian um, and, and, and Europe. It's unprecedented how many people have watched that series. 
the thing the difference now is that i do it in english so for it's a lot easier for people to watch me <laughs> they don't have to focus so much on the subtitles because sometimes people have to see the episode twice of like you know the faces and the gags and then the subtitles afterwards so it's it's very i can compare it very much to each other and and i think that people just get to know me a little bit better this time around because mm -hmm. you know i'm not overshadowed by miss peru <laughs> there we go but it's very similar actually it's very similar a lot of people are watching now it's just the world yeah literally the world is watching uh my 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 fan base in in the u.s has been exploding lately that is it's so amazing like you know how like one little thing can do this um I was looking into your history and all the stuff about you doing drag and is it true that your drag name came from Baby Jane like you were called Baby Jane the first time were you in drag were you called Baby Jane because it was so bad I see that is the thing I've always told this told the stories to people and then as I got older and later on I was like wait a minute, it's not really a compliment. It's like, it's not really like, you're so gorgeous. No, it, it was literally what happened, but I was 16. You know, I borrowed a dress, I borrowed a wig from somebody. Front laces were really not a thing at that time. You know, there was no YouTube channel to go to and be like, how do I do makeup? So you just, you know, I, I, I got into female clothing. I never say drag. And, and somebody just said it, but it, it also made me, you know, I love honoring things that happen in the moment and that are just you know, mm -hmm. unscripted. So I was like, oh, I, I get the reference. It's maybe not a compliment, but it is an iconic thing. So let me make it into Janie, you know, and then it, it became my own. And JK just really became that when I started going out and, and I felt that I had a presence and people had, you know, they listened to my opinions. When I got on a stage, I could literally transform people's minds about what drag is yeah. and I can make them forget everything that happened outside in the world and all their misery of their lives and just be in that moment and it was so magical. And then, you know, I'm just gorgeous, stunning and, and all of that stuff all together. So it just became, JK just became that spiciness to me yeah. that I have. So it's a, yeah, but yeah, is it a compliment? No. Is it cute now? Yes. I love that you took it that way though. Like, you know, you may not have known it and I love that you just kept it part. Cause like you said, it's exactly like those moments and that history, like it has a moment and a meaning and it literally like crafted who you are. Yeah. Hey, you know what, yeah, baby, definitely. baby Jane, baby Jane, um, uh, Betty Davis and everybody will be very proud of that. You know, she's probably looking, looking up at you, not down at you because she probably That's very sweet. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> so also you have a beautiful um, three zero coming up. Are you excited about the big three zero? I am very excited about the big three zero. I cannot say anything else. I noticed really with you know how many, so many people, and especially in, in the queer community or gay scene or however we, we want to call it, it's such a thing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're like, oh, you know, it's over, gone, bye. I feel so much more empowered. I feel so much more relaxed. I feel so much more clear-minded. Uh, the older I get, I get so much, so many more of these tools to deal with situations and energy changes and levels and uh, what people I want around me and not and choices I make and clarity and I can go on. It, it I just, it, I'm so excited for this number to pop up. Um, you know, the way your body and your soul just sort of become different things. You know, how old are you get? There's like this change yeah. where you come like 18, 21. And then there's another big one where you're like 27. Yeah. And it just, it's just, somebody's knocking my door. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I sent you a stripper. Just kidding. <laughs> I will say that, you know, 
I just turned 30. Uh, this will be my first year of 30. I turned 30 last March. Um, and it literally has been the biggest year of clarity in the world. And that sounds very weird. And I never thought that like one year of my life, I would really notice so many different changes and so many different levels of happiness that I could find. And it's just like, you really just start coming into your own. And that's going to be very great to see for you too. And then also like coming into your own like drag wise too, and like expanding that that's going to be exciting. It's just, that's what I'm saying. It's just all very exciting all around. And also, you know, I don't have a, I don't have trouble when I look in the mirror. I'm like, I'm still, you know, I'm still a twink. I can get away with that shit. You know, it's not like I'm 30. I'm like, Oh, I'm old now. I'll probably look like this the rest of my life. You know, it will just never happen. Hey, um, but that that's a great thing. And literally, yeah. like, you you look fabulous. So if you look this fabulous at 30, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when you're 60. I mean, you, know, you probably will look the same. You're frozen. That's the Botox love. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, but but I'm very excited. And I'm, and I'm also very happy to hear that you have that same clarity and, and you know, going through that year and just, it just feels really the same so that... It just makes me feel I'm so excited. That's yeah, can't say anything else. And especially with this year, like I've been doing drag for like 10 plus years, you know, and and I started out when Drag Race came out. So there wasn't this whole moment of like all these online stuff. And of course it's fabulous. But um, so my journey also really became up until this point where I did two seasons in such a short amount of time. And it's really kicking off now. And then with that clarity together gives me this this power to just go through and, and really push on and do all of these things that I want to create. And in your early 20s, you know, you're having a great time. You know, everything's yeah. fun. You want to be part of everything. But at the same time, you don't really know what the fuck you want. No, not at all. You not think at you all. Do. You don't. But your decisions are heavily influenced by anything that you smoke, drink, do, you know. So it's just all a blur. All in there. It's all blur. Yeah. All blur. Well, yeah. let's get into a big ass moment in your career. I want to talk with you because normally on Expose, I go into everybody's full details about everything that's been happening with them in drag. But because of the fact that we are doing this over the pod right now, I'm gonna concentrate more on the drag race aspect that's happened. And then when you wanna dress up in drag, you're gonna call me up and then we're gonna go over your full history and we're gonna do it again. Let's do that. So I would love to know, where were you when you got the phone call to be on UK versus the world? Like, how did that even happen? So, I mean, it's all about putting it out into the universe, right? So I did yeah. Drag Race Holland and then knowing I wasn't going to win, you know, when you do your press and everything right before the finale was aired because we didn't have this whole huge live event. Um, I was, I just started saying in every interview, get me on all stars, get me on all stars, get me on all stars, get me on all stars. Because also I do so much of my shows and everything in English. I was so comfortable with it. It was harder to do it in Dutch because I was like, it, English is just such a part of Janie. I was really wanting to do that. So I put it out there and then, you know, I, I started to notice they were picking that up a little bit because of my English as well, you know, because it's such a comfortable language for me. Uh, I think that played into it. And um, I remember we we filmed Drag Race Holland. Three weeks later, they started airing it. So we didn't have that whole year of waiting and everything in between. Three um, weeks? Yeah, three weeks. You, in those three oh weeks, we had to do God. all the photo shoots and prepare your whole PR and marketing moment. And it, it was madness. It was really madness. So then by the end, when I didn't, um, I didn't win the finale, I got COVID. I was sick for about five weeks. It was a full pandemic. There was no work. So you get into that sort of, 
that depressed mind, but that really like, you know, that just, I just don't want to do anything modus mode. And then it was um, the beginning of the new year, 2021. And I was hanging out with Chelsea Boy and Envy Peru at my house. We were just playing board games and just kicking about everything. Me and Chelsea had a conversation about, would you ever do All-Stars? And they were like, yeah, but maybe not now. And, you know, it's heavy and we're tired of the season. And they left my house at 2.45 a.m. And at 3 a.m., I got the call. It was literally like, this is the universe telling me, bitch, you put it out there. We listened. Here you have it. And I, I wow. remember I was sitting in bed and I jumped up and I was like, they were like, would you be interested? I was like, are you kidding me? Of course I am. I, I, I said yes immediately. When can I leave? When can I come? When can I pack my bags? Let's go. Oh my goodness. So like, yeah, you literally put it into the atmosphere. This happens when the preparation happened compared to Holland. How did that end up like going into play? Did you think, you know what? Like I ended up putting this much effort towards Holland. I've got this much for my package. I paid for this, but this is now UK versus the world. This is bigger. Like where did your mindset go into prepping? Um, definitely. Well, this time around was different because we, we had to pack suitcases. And for Holland, we didn't have to pack suitcases. I mean, we had a limited mm. amount that we could bring, but it was all just in like, you know, a van because it's super close and it's a tiny country. Hence that I could bring the wings and stuff like that. But so there was a different approach in how I needed to make things happen for this season. But especially going back for me, it was like, what did I do in Drag Race Holland? What were my comments and feedback mm -hmm. from the judges? What did fans see and say? Uh, you know, all the fashion photo review and the chop and all those podcasts and Bussy and all the girls, you know, what can I take from that? Because um, I was, you know, I have that really old school type of drag influence and then combined with like this really young and fresh, you know, now. So and I and I love honoring that, but I also wanted to elevate it. And um, so that was kind of the motivation of like, how am I going to find the inspiration to, to, to do these looks and, and prepare it? But then again, it, it was a extreme lockdown in my country. There wasn't a single shop open, only the grocery store and like convenience store, which, which you needed. There wasn't a fabric shop open. I couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere. Um, so I paid a lot of money for shipping items to my house and all, that, all of that. <laughs> and because of that, certain choices had to be made and, and certain, certain things had to be accepted. The talent show, for example, um, you know, it, it just happens. But but I really, I, you know, I really wanted to push myself into doing something different and, and honoring me, but elevated. I love that you said that you watched like Bussy Queen and listened to like fashion photo review and stuff to really figure out what other people thought in order to kind of shape your package for this. That is because normally queens will be like, no, fuck that. Like, I do not want to listen to this. I don't want to have to like, you know, I love what I did. It's super different. I don't love comments. I don't really want uh -huh. to go into comments on a lot of things. I don't listen and watch every video about these things. But there are a lot of queens that I really respect, you know, and 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 um, and their views and their and their interpretations of things. And I and I love mm -hmm. getting their opinions about it. I think what Bussy is really strong because she's never negative. She's always yeah. like, putting positive feedback in there. It's always just her opinion or, or her view. And you either take it or you don't, and it's fine, you know, but it's never really wrong to me. And um, the same with fashion photo review. Although sometimes I do think that people forget that we have like one hour to get into makeup there. You yeah. know, they're like, we should have done this. Yeah, baby, I wanted to do prosthetics too. <laughs> but guess what? 
Guess what? You know, so but I yeah, of course you you learn by by um by editing yourself and others' opinions and you filter out what is good and what is bad to you. Yeah. But yeah, that you know, I, I mean, baby, I did not invent the world and I did not invent drag. So I'm not gonna be pretending at home and sitting in the mirror and being like, You're everything, you do you, and that's that's all you need. That's not the tea girl. No. <laughs> Well, you you get in, you walk into this workroom, or not actually the workroom, you walk onto the main stage. RuPaul apparently, you know, was magically in the rafters in some little, like, dolly up in the air. I don't know how that, you know, you guys didn't know that, but... Um. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I was even wondering, was he there the whole time? Has he been... Was what, it... What? what? what how, wait. Right. Um, did you did you know all of the other girls? Had you watched their seasons, or was there like anybody that was very close? Like their seasons hadn't come out yet, or anything like that. Like, did you know pretty much everybody? No, I mean my season was the latest season because that was six months mm -hmm. before we filmed. So I I was think I I was I think I was the most unknown queen uh, of of the whole set of girls. I've seen all of their seasons. Uh, we watched Canada Drag Race. Uh, that was like right while we were filming. So I watched that, that show. That was the last one that I saw. Obviously I've seen all of the American ones. I knew Mo, I knew Juju. The only queen that I really met was Baga, which was in 2019, right before her season aired. Uh, uh -huh. cause we had a mutual friend and she came to visit her while I was doing a, a season in Mykonos. Uh, so we partied a little bit and I hosted her in the apartment that I was staying at. And that was it. I didn't, I never met them, but also because I never got the, the opportunity to, to tour or, or do all of these things with the girls. But yeah, I knew them, saw their seasons, knew all of the catchphrases and everything like that and everything they did. I don't think I can say the same for them about me. Yeah. Not all of them. But yeah, now they know. <laughs> now, now they know. Um, who did you think was going to be in the final when you saw everybody for the first time, that first day? I don't even think I thought about that. Um, because I know that when I look back at it, I, you know, and, and definitely I'm never making excuses, right? I'm just analyzing what happened. I was so focused about being present and being like right there. And like, mm -hmm. cause you, you know, it's, it's, it's tough if you do two of these seasons so shortly behind, like back to back. So I was just like, Jenny, you need to be present. You need to be woke. You need to be focused. You need to do what the challenge is. You need to do what they ask from you. So I was very like, baby, are you going to have fun? Are you going to have a good time here? And I had a great time, but it, it's very like, yeah. so I don't, I, um, I think it really became real when Mo and Juju arrived and we were like, okay, these girls have done this before. They, mm -hmm. they know strategies. They know how to play. They know how production works. There was a slight feeling of me that going, okay, probably a UK queen will make it to the final because it is UK versus the world. Yeah. But I was, ho I was really hoping that it would be, three or four countries making it to the full final. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's what everybody expected, especially when you have such big talent from all the different countries. And but the game, the game, you play the game and people start going. And I want to just start off with this talent show performance. Let's discuss Janie. What was was this always originally your plan? What was the plan behind everything? Did you feel any type of way after you were done? Because I had heard that the song that you had was a little inappropriate for what World of Wonder may consider. So they ended up playing it a lot softer. You didn't know if you should lip sync. Like, walk me through this moment. 
So I wanted to record an original piece, but because of lockdown producers, studios being closed, I just couldn't. So, you know, you just, you just go on and you make choices and you go on with what, what's available. So I found a, found a producer and he's like, I have this song that I made that isn't like fully finished. It's like, you know, two minutes, it's, it's mastered until what we made, but I wanted to make it longer. You can use it. I was like, great, let me use that. And I really wanted to do, because I'm a, I'm a dancer girl, I'm a performance. So I wanted to do a, a quick change, quick reveal performance thing. Um, obviously, we had to make choices with the costumes where, you know, I can do brunches the rest of my life. So I'm not going to complain anymore about the costumes. <laughs> uh, so it's fine. So, But the song is, um, the lyrics in the song are, I want to suck your dick on camera. <laughs> so the BBC kind of went, well, JD, great. We love it. It's very you. It's very Dutch. It's very out there. But it's not as a approachable for the BBC. And I was like, great, no worries. So, so they were like, we're going, we can use everything else out of the song. Cause she's singing like, I know you want it. You want to touch it. You know, it's like, it's very like intriguing, but we'll just, we'll just turn that bit down a little bit. And I was like, great, no problem. So they told me it's probably also best if you do not lip sync that sentence. Cause we're going to muff, we're going to turn it down. Gonna, so yeah. it's going to look weird. If you're going to be lip syncing, I want to suck your dick on camera and we can't really put it out there. While I was doing, the t you know, we 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 were filming. Um, we did the entrance. Obviously, we were we started filming everything for the talent show, and I was feeling it. I was like, you know, talking to all the girls, and I was like, oh, there's finally cameras behind the mirrors, and I'm like doing it. And then they give you like a 40 minute warning, and I was like, I have eyebrows on, literally eyebrows on. You see it in the shot where I go, and I'm just like patting my face, I'm just getting my face done. So I couldn't fix my hair, and it was all of these. Yeah, it just, you know, when it just, the snow, when the ball is rolling and it's just a snowball, it's just that effect. So I was like, Jenny, you're just going to have to do your best and focus on, on doing that talent show and get through it. And hopefully it will not be as bad for you to be eliminated by, for. Looking back at it, I was a little shook that they did translations with the lyrics. But I was like, oh, so how wait what <laughs> so i you know we're gonna take it out but then it's in there was it shady i don't know i think i yeah i i you know i don't know i don't know i really don't know the sad sad thing is though that the producer is not releasing the song a lot of people have been asking me for me to release the song it's not my song i do not own the rights uh it's not my voice on there so i cannot just drop it out there so yeah that's kind of sad but i mean like i said i t I'm, I'm really realistic in the fact that i take take it as it comes it happened i had to deal with it i dealt with it thank god it wasn't my end story and yeah i'm gonna be doing brunch <laughs> well looking at that performance if you could have had it go any way that you wanted to by jackie's standards what would have changed about it I mean, I, I would have definitely d did a different song. You know, I'm very, I do a lot of commercial music. So I would, I would have loved to have a commercial song uh, or, or at least my own production of a great song. The costumes would have been a lot better. Um, you know, the fabric choices and stuff like that. Definitely the wig needed some love and care. Uh, she was a little thirsty. Plus, I also, <laughs> I also don't want to do a performance for one minute. Give me a full three and a half minutes, you know? Really let me get into it and get you interested in what I do. You were killing it in your face. You were killing it in your dance moves. You're killing it in everything. And then 
literally, you know, outfits. Well, too bad, you know. You, well, like you said, bad. you can go do brunch. That is, and that is the whole thing. Well, too bad. I mean, at least Mo gave me a moment there. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just too bad. But, the, you know, to produce a show, you usually do four tryouts. You do yeah. a lot of rehearsals. And you just don't have this, you know. You can block your stage and that's it. You're, it's a go. And that is a competition element. Um, so yeah, and 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 already after whatever I've done performances after, and I've made mixes and shows afterwards that are, you know, freaking phenomenal. And um, but I love it how that '90s feeling really mm-hmm. trans- transports me. Yes, into like what I do. Yeah, yeah. We have all of these fan questions that came in for you. Um, so the Jimbo moment when Jimbo was eliminated by Pangina. Were you guys at all shocked or what was the feeling that you actually thought in that moment? I thought Jimbo's elimination was valid for the reason that Pangina gave. Um, you know, Jimbo was a little bit shady with his answers or owning up to his decisions. It felt correct. Is it a okay. shame? Yeah, it was strong, strong competition. Yeah. But that's what the game is. So. Pangina getting sent home by Blue Hydrangea and the crying that happened after. Was that the most crazy experience on that stage? Did you feel anything? Did you feel any emotions? Like I, the people at home and us watching that, I think everybody was shocked. What was the feeling and the vibe on stage? So, so I, most of the girls have been playing by track record up until that point including myself. So I thought it was my week to go because of Snatch Game. So I was standing there ready. I have my exit line. I was like, baby, this is the moment. We're going home. It's great. Blue picked Pangina. It was very emotional. At the same time that I was relieved that I was staying, but it was so emotional how her response was. I was like, baby, grab an exit line. You know, we really want you to have that because that's one of those moments. The cry was 100% real. We really had to wait with recording for her to you know, not to not to hear her cry anymore. So it was very emotional. It became very real, real quick in that moment. Um, and it was hard to sort of get through. But at the same time, I knew by myself, I was like, we're making a TV show. So make the most out of the moment that you're still here. The cameras are still rolling. So you see me do that whole little thank you judges wave. And um, it's the game, you know, I'm, I, I, I love to just, be real about situations. Yeah. Oh, that was every everybody went crazy over all of those things. Um, but let's get into some fan questions. Now, anytime I have a guest on the pod or on my exposed a series, I always ask you guys on YouTube and stuff to give me the question. So make sure you subscribe to me over there for the videos and you can ask your questions to your favorite queens. Now, Janie, I'm about to ask you some fan questions. After you have answered them all, you have to choose your favorite because that person will get a cameo from you that I will be supplying to them. So one of your fans is going to get to talk to you based off of the question. Yes. So first question is from Stevie. Stevie says, I loved you on Drag Race Holland, and although Envy dominated that season, she really, you really gave her a, mon- a run for her money. So I was very happy to see you back on UK versus the world. I would love to know what was the biggest difference between Rue and Michelle judging and hosting and Fred's? The biggest difference between the hosting, um, I think for Fred, it was his first time. 
So you're really figuring th things out a little bit. Rue and Michelle are the pioneers. They've done this. So they are so comfortable. They know exactly what they're doing. So the efficiency might have been a little bit better. And also, I think that, you know, Fred used to do drag in the 90s and now he just got mm -hmm. put into drag to host a show. So I think that you look up to Rue and Michelle and their opinions and their mm -hmm. feedback a little bit more, more than Fred. Fred was like that he would make comments that would just put me a little bit more in a negative light he would be like yeah is it, mm. is, it is this drag mm -hmm. race or is this a pageant and i was like baby now everybody will look at me as a pageant queen thank you fred you know so that is the bigger difference it's it's about um how you want your feedback to you know how you take your feedback next question we have is from justice limza if you were in the top the week that you went home whose lipstick would you have chosen I love that question. They always want to know the shady shit. They I, always want to know the shade. I would at this point because Blue start Blue changed the competition by, by playing tactics. So I would have sent home Mohart. Oh my goodness, this would have been crazy. I would have. Why? Because the finale is a lip sync round. She's a strong queen. She's a strong mm -hmm. recording queen. She has an incredible voice. She makes incredible singles. I, 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 if I really want to win, I will. I would love to lip sync against queens that I think I can win from. Mo is not one of them. Yeah, so. I, I, I like that answer. There we go. You would have just kept the kept it going. The crazy lipstick nobody expected. Yes, and then Baga would do her little sausage roll. Bam! I'm one round extra. There we go. <laughs> Well, speaking of Baga, Christian Marquez wants to know, how did you feel about Baga's placements and critiques during the season? Well, well, well. <laughs> um, I think I think Baga is a phenomenal drag queen and what she does as a method actress on stage she is the funniest bitch alive she knows how to entertain a bitch i was a little you know frustrated with her attitude towards some of the challenges she was very like mm -hmm. meh, 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 i don't want to do this i am not going to say there was favoritism but i do think she was saved from bottom positions um yeah which is a little frustrating at times but um you know they love her no matter what yeah. she does, she can just say much better. And she's <laughs> and, and another week, another save, you know, so another it's, week, um, another save. It's a little frustrating at times, but, you know, I don't want to disrespect her for, for what she does or who she is. And the last question we have is from Perry. What do you think are the differences between the reception you got on your original season versus the one airing now? So what I really enjoyed about the differences, how people perceive me, is that in this time around, people actually follow me, look me up, and support me for who I really want to be as a drag queen and out there. It just portrays a lot better in this season, um, you know, for being so real and so um, respectful to other girls and not, not too crazy shady and throwing people under the bus and really accepting feedback, dealing with it, dishing it out, um, so very, very much my personality is much more available in this season than it was in Drag Race Holland. Um, there, they just the editing was different. They really had to learn a lot more. So I'm, I'm really happy with this edit. So that is the big difference in Drag Race Holland. I was more of the villain and the shady girl, which I am. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love a bit of shade. But um, yeah, so that is a big difference. So I appreciate the editing on this season a lot more, and I'm very happy with that as well. 
Well, let me ask you uh, um, another question on that. You said you were the shadiest on like Holland. Do you feel like the language difference, like one language to another can determine how shady you are? Like, do you feel that the words and the language, you know, that you had in Holland is totally different than what you were presented in um, here? I don't think it's as much to do with the language. I think it's it's also humor and a way of humor and a way of dealing with things. And shade, people always are like, oh, that's all shady. Shade is not a bad thing to me at all. It's a way no. of dealing. It's a way of coping. It's a way of humor and fun. And, you know, and I, you know, reading a bitch is is fun because you step your game up. You keep it, you know, you, you, you keep on track with everything. And it's just funny to me. When a queen goes all confidence and shit and I'll just make one little slur and she's like, oh my God, it's just fun. <laughs> so that's also what I did in the workroom in Drag Race Holland. I was very in control and I was very present. So a lot of girls, some of the girls I have to say, were intimidated by how, how much energy I was pushing into the room because cameras are rolling. I am getting my moments, bitch. Yeah. So that was intimidating. And then I would be shady or I would be funny and they would, you know, and they just... They wanted to be very serious all the time and very that. So that's why I got, like, you know, voted as shadiest queen. To me, that's really a compliment. I'm like, yeah, I take yeah. the piss out of myself. I make jokes with you. You go be sensitive. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So the fans have asked their questions. Which question did you like the best? I will go for the question um, whose lipstick I would have chosen What if it was my winning week. All right, Justice, Justice Limza, you get a cameo from the beautiful Janie Jacquet. And on that um, note, I'm actually and... donating all of my cameos to Choose Love right now. So they're putting yes. it to the war effort in Ukraine. So we're uh, really helping amazing. a lot of people and making fans happy. That's that's really, really wonderful. So if you would like a cameo from Janie, make sure to head over there. Like Janie just said, can you repeat that one more time? You're yeah. the- So I'm I'm donating all of my cameos at the moment to Choose Love, who are donating it as well to their war effort for shelter, food, education. It's for legal advice. They're really supportive of LGBTQIA plus uh, refugees and everything like that. So they can use that money. So please, please, please support that cause. Yes. I will make the best video for you ever. And together we help a good cause. Ah, uh, I love it. Well, my last question before we close all of this out, this is my own personal question. I want to know when you were on this last episode and you had your singing challenge and your voice was not the greatest, I want to know what your reaction was when you heard the angel come out in the song. What was your reaction? Dip the bitch who did this shit. For reals. They let me hear that. I was like, baby, baby, the auto shoot is, and there's magic, magic. And Jay said it really well. She's like, they really sprinkled some sauce on that one. Yes. It was, I was shook. I never thought I could, I could sing like that. I never thought. And it inspired me to make my own music, which I dropped just now. You're welcome. Yes. I, I died. I literally was like, this must feel so good. Like, and the other girls are probably like, what the fuck? But I was like, yes, this is the moment. And also all of the memes. I saw like memes of like the golden Rue Peter badge should have gone to the sound engineer. I died. I was like. I know. 
I know there was one where of like this really old, like like almost a skeleton sitting behind a computer, and they went, "This is what the producer looked like when he finally, finally edited Jamie's voice." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am, that's just what it is." But what, who's what is a drag queen without auto tune, girl? Anyway, exactly. Period. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Janie, for being here. Where can we all find you on the socials? Everywhere. I'm, I'll be everywhere. But please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, obviously. There's link trees to everything, to my music, to all of the shows and upcoming dates and tours. Uh, you'll, you, you can meet me at DragCon LA, which I'm going to be at, which yes. I'm very excited for. So find me, follow me, get me up to 100K would be very lovely. Well, thank you all so much for listening to Exposed Dragged Out. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave at the pod a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. To keep up with everything I talk about on the pod, go follow at The Dip on socials and at me at Joseph A. Shepard and Janie. Say it one more time. Where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JanieGK or just through my website, JanieGK.com. Or if you want to send her an email, you know, you use Jack and not Jack A. Baby. Um. <laughs> oh, it's the nails. It's the nails. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much. Until next time, Joseph Shepard, and that's the beautiful Jane A. Jack A. Thank you. Yourself. Ooh.